Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Jedi Eternal. I am one of your hosts, Andrew Bullen, alongside the burrito-guzzling man himself, <laughs> Braxton Taylor. <laughs> The burrito patty. My man, my man ordered Taco Bell just a little bit ago, yes. and not only did he order one burrito, he ordered two burritos. Man, he's, <laughs> he's just chugging those babies down like a fool. The burrito obliterator. <laughs> That's what he is, goes uh, goes by around here. That's what they called me in high school. <laughs> yeah, if you had had friends, maybe. But. Oh, uh, the people who call me the burrito obliterator, that's good friends I have. <laughs> oh, but welcome back. Uh, for those of you who don't know, but most of you probably do, we just had our two-year celebration, and we had some exciting things that happened. But oh, yeah. uh, we want to say thank you to those that did hang out with us yes. during our, our live celebration um, had a great time, had some uh, fun, and also had some big announcements. Yes. Um, and so first thing we want to do today is thank our Patreon producers. This is um, our patrons who have decided to... So, so first of all, that was the announcement. We made a, we made a Patreon, so anyway. <laughs> yes. Well, I was about to go... I was going into okay. that. I was going to say... You messed up my... my I'm, uh, sorry, I'm sorry. It's okay. Sorry. It's okay. I forgive you. Thank you. Um, you know, these are who give us $5 a month to our <gasps> pa new Patreon yes. that um, they get instant access to our episodes as we upload them, our Jedi Eternal episodes, but also yeah. they get exclusive access to a brand new Ooh, podcast or a series by you and me called <laughs> And Other Stuff. Yes. And um, it is a... Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. You guys are going to really control what happens in that. It's going to be awesome. Uh, you guys can check it out on our Facebook. I'll also post a link to it in the uh, podcast episode yes. itself. Um, but let's just go ahead and name off our uh, patron producers. Yes, let's do that. And so here are our producers. For this month, we want to give a big shout out to Corey Wise, Ooh. Alex Mason, Grace and David Gill, Ooh. my beautiful wife, Tara Bolin. Very nice. And JB himself, Mr. Joshin Birkinshaw. <laughs> Those are our Patreon producers as of right now for this month. If you want to join, go to our Patreon for $5. You can join our list of Patreon producers, and it would mean the world to us. It would. And also, obviously, if, if those delightful, delectable little uh, tidbits were not enough for you to get the episodes early and that you get to be producers of the show and that you get to have uh, uh, sole access to a Patreon-exclusive new show, we're also going to be growing. So just know that we're going to be expanding. Yeah. And as as the producers, we're going to be coming to our producers and saying, hey, yeah. how do we how do you <clears> want <throat> us to grow? What do you think would be best? And with that, we're going to grow the Patreon and, and, and different things like right. that. Right. As a producer, Jedi Eternal, you will have a big hand in where this podcast and this entity as a yes. whole um yeah. where it will go next yes, so absolutely. go ahead and join but let's jump into our news for this week and um we have a lot of exciting stuff to talk about today oh, yeah. our main um our main piece for this week will of course be discussing the new episode of the book of boba fett Ooh, yeah. as our main topic um that'll be towards the end of this episode but trust me you want to stick around 
and hear our thoughts on this because it's a big one. And um, we have a lot to say about this episode. Oh, yeah. So stick around. But let's jump into our news. Let's do it. Our first news story for today is Lucasfilm rethinks its non-Star Wars slate. Hmm. So here is uh, basically what was going down. We know that Lucasfilm uh, had decided to kind of um, branch out, so to speak, and to get just to, to get away from being known as only the Star Wars people, yeah, and maybe Indiana Jones people, right? <laughs> Um, they wanted to start doing some new things. One of those things that they announced, and they announced this when they announced that huge slate of Star Wars upcoming um, Disney Plus shows and yeah. movie, um, they announced uh, that they were going to be doing Children of Blood and Bone, which is a popular young adult hmm. series of books. Um, they uh, were going to do this. They already had a director attached and... Um, I think it was actually going to be Rick uh, Rick Femuia or however you say his last name from yeah. The Mandalorian. So they had all this stuff. But anyways, the project stalled. And now sources um, are basically saying that with their, their, they've kind of turned their focus to the rapidly expanding Star Wars Disney Plus series that yeah. they're doing. Yeah. And that's just kind of getting bigger <clears throat> and bigger. And so now basically it's looking like that's, probably um not going to remain with lucasfilm yeah so for people and fans of children of blood and bone whatever that is because i'm not familiar with it uh sorry i'm sure you're probably a little disappointed but it makes sense i mean lucasfilm you know they became popular and became what they are because of star wars and now especially with the resurgence of all of the um especially the tv shows you know it's one of those things where like hey at the end of the day they're just like you know, they're a business, if nothing else, and clearly they was wanting to move away from Star Wars because they didn't feel like they were maybe making the money or whatever that they thought they should be. Um, but now that they're seeing the dollar signs back on Star Wars, they're like, okay, let's move back into it. You know, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, it kind of makes sense, but I don't know. It is what it is, so. Yeah, and and basically they're saying we're going to focus on what we already know and uh, have been known to be good at. So they're saying we're going to stick to Star Wars. We're sticking to Indiana Jones. We know there's going to be another Indiana Jones mm -hmm. and also uh, Willow and that which has been. Yes, um, yes. So those are kind of the things that they they know and they're they're sticking to it at this point. So, yeah. All right. So let's move on to our next news piece. And that is Mary Elizabeth Winstead joins the cast of Star Wars Ahsoka. So if in case you're not familiar with little old Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She's been in such movies, some 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 uh, cinematic masterpieces, such as the 2005 Sky High. <laughs> but also, <laughs> Jim and I, Man in 2019, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Uh, Scott, Excellent movie. Yeah, Scott, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, and she's in a new upcoming movie uh, called Kate. But in a lot of stuff, there's even way more movies, you know, uh, Die Hard, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, you know, some of those classics. So she was also in Birds of Prey. Yeah, Birds of Prey. So, I mean, I'm missing tons of them. But point is, is that she is in a lot of stuff and she's a good actress. 
Um, and but yeah, so apparently she is joining the cast of the Ahsoka series that is upcoming. So Drew, do we have more on that? Not really. <laughs> I mean, that's that's basically covers it, right? But yeah. she is a well-known, um, good actress. Yeah. So I don't think we have anything to worry about there. What I do now, as far as like speculation goes. Um, you know, is it Ray's mom? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it is it Evil Clone Yoda's originator? I don't know. No, I think um I I am like ninety nine percent positive this is just going going to be a brand new character um that they're going to introduce into Star Wars. I don't think there's any kind of like crazy canon connections here necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Um my guess would be this is a brand new character, but um, a good actress to to incorporate into the Star Wars universe. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be good. Yeah, absolutely. that's really all there is to say about it. Yeah, there, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so let's go to our next news story, and this is a big one, especially for you gamers out there. Gamers. Three new Star Wars games <laughs> have officially been announced by EA. Um, the first one is not necessarily a surprise to us, as mm-hmm. we. Um, have been talking about this for a long time and pretty much already knew it existed. Right. But this was the first time it's officially been announced, and that is Jedi Fallen uh, Order 2, mm. or a yeah. sequel to that series. It may not be called that necessarily, but we know they're working on a sequel. Yeah. Um, and this comes from... Um, the This came straight from a recent blog post from Electronic Arts, or EA, um, and they said, you know, Respawn is doing, uh, actually, uh, Respawn is doing all three of these games. And that's yeah. also important to note here. Yeah. Respawn did so, such a big hit with yeah. Jedi Fallen Order that they've They're decided like, for Respawn to just do, <laughs> you're gonna do it all of them. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. we have a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. They're also doing a new first person shooter. So that's important to note here. Um, and a strategy game. Hmm. Interesting. So, um, we've. I'm not going to say a whole lot about the Jedi Fallen Order sequel. We talked and speculated about that many times. Yeah. Um. Again, I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah. I'm excited to see if it's a sequel to the first game, like truly a sequel, or if it's just only a sequel in, um, in the, uh, series, not necessarily to the story. Yeah. Exactly. But um, no matter what it is, like, I'm, I have high faith in it like i think it's gonna be good whatever it is yeah well and we also know um we also know uh it's kind of ironic so let's just say this okay so you know with with the sequel to fallen order we already know what that's gonna be like so okay you're thinking strategy game and you're thinking fps first person shooter right so a first person shooter let's look at their qualifications they made Titanfall 1, Titanfall 2. They made uh, Apex Legends, which is, again, you know, uh, also they made Medal of Honor above and beyond. So, I mean, we can go on and on. I mean, they have some pretty solid titles under their belt in terms of a first-person shooter. Um, so, I mean, I don't think they have any issues with that. Furthermore, um, you know, I, their, their list uh, for... Uh, uh, Strategy strategy games is not as as extensive, but they did make a spin-off in 2017 called Titanfall Assault uh, for Android and iOS, which was actually a um, uh, a real-time strategy, kind of over-the-head strategy game uh, based off of the Titanfall universe. So they have experience in all three of these things. Yeah, and I do. It's important to note that this um, th- this strategy game is being created through Respawn through a new. 
um, studio within Respawn oh. called Bit Reactor. Hmm. And why that is important to note is that it is made up of veterans from Firaxis Games. Oh. Now, Firaxis Games is, is the developers of XCOM and Civilization. Oh, so that's two very, massive. very big, <laughs> yeah. popular strategy games. Yeah. Yeah. So. It sounds like it's in very good hands yes. to create a Star Wars strategy game. And as we know, and as we've seen, there are strategy games of Star Wars throughout throughout the years. Right. And really, it's a perfect series to do those types of war strategy games, right? It really is a, a great opportunity there to, to have yeah. those. And so I would love to see a new one. I might even <clears throat> dabble in a little bit, even though it's not really my thing. I'm sure I would right. probably play a little bit of it, especially if it comes to console. Yeah. Um. And as as far as the first person shooter goes, what do you think that is? Do you think this will be a story focused game, or do you think this will be a um, the the new answer to the PvP world of Star Wars? Because we had Battlefront. Yeah, we know that Dice. It's not working on a battlefront. It's yeah. it's shelved. They've been diced. Yeah, basically, <laughs> battlefront is 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 not going to be around for a while. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So we have this new first person shooter game. We have from the from the um, developers of games such as Apex Legends and Titanfall, two very yeah. well known and liked yeah first person shooter games. In fact, even with Apex Legends, it's solely PvP, solely battle royale. Yeah. You know, with yeah. Titanfall, they have multiplayer and and story but right, apex right. is even just you know yeah. that so and so with this star wars game and maybe it's kind of kind of like titanfall where it's both yeah. and, and honestly that's what i'm hoping for yeah. personally yeah is that we're getting um kind of something like that maybe in the in the you know kind of like call of duties or sure um or even really battlefield did it or battlefront did it too yeah but yeah. it's just you know <laughs> Yeah, they had they had some hiccups, but yeah, but I I don't think it will be my one. My guess would be maybe it's a little smaller scale. Sure, PvP. Um, Star Wars or PvP games have always been very large scale in a lot of ways, Um, and maybe this will be a smaller scale, more more akin to maybe even Call of Duty maps or something where you're. Um, I, I think I could get into something like that. Yeah, um, I mean, that's something we haven't really seen, so it would be something kind of fresh and new to really dive into and, and experience for the first time. Yeah, maybe so we, it's like a, you know, 4v4 or 6v6, yeah. well, we have, something like that. Well, we do that. have a hero versus villain in, right, in and that's, Battlefront, so that could be similar to that to some degree, except, you sure. know, I don't know, maybe something different. I don't know what you're saying. So yeah. We have some, I guess there's some experience, I guess. There's some can, things out there, but I'm just saying yeah. this could be... I'm just I'm just wondering how do you make it feel different than Battlefront, right? Because uh, yeah. you assume they're yeah. going to want this to be completely different than what we've gotten from Battlefront. Battlefront focused on those large scale battles. Yeah. So. Well, and just following Respawn's reputation and, and game category, we see that they do heavily focus on larger scale battles. You know, we that do is know true, that, right? So that is true. Um, so it, it very well could follow that, but then again, I, I this is completely just a rumor. I just kind of remember this uh, earlier. Or like as we was talking about this, but I remember someone saying that they thought that it was going to be like a new, uh, re- like Republic C- Commandos, like uh, like either remake or hey, a new one or something uh, like that. I would love a new Republic Commando. <laughs> yeah, I'd also I would love if they made a canon version of the Kyle Katarn story. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. 
starting yeah. with Dark Forces, yeah, going through that, and then it goes into Jedi Outcast, then Jedi Academy. <laughs> All those were such a great Amazing series, right? And like yeah. now, if you went back, they're probably not as good. But kind like, but like at the time though, I loved those, and I loved oh, yeah. this story of Kyle Katarn, who was just a just a soldier, right? But then he yeah. ends up becoming a Jedi and all that's just really cool yeah and and so i would be all for that but yeah i would too you know it, it, but at the end of the day uh for me you and you know for me you both and for everybody listening we don't know we have no clue there was not really any hints out there so at this point we just gotta wait and see yeah. what comes you me and boba we don't know Exactly. We don't know. I thought you were going to say Bobo when no. you said but you said both. both. I was trying to, trying to say both, but anyway, yeah. it kind of came out that way. <laughs> Me, you, Boba, Mando, and everybody else, right? <laughs> anyway, so, um, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, regardless of what we get, I'm excited to see uh, some new projects respawn. It has done a lot of good stuff, so looking yeah. forward to it. All right. Uh, kind of sticking to that same format. Oh, wait, this is supposed to be yours. Sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> trying to I'm take the sorry. limelight. You're just so... so... <laughs> It's funny because you like even took that breath, you know, to start and You're then like, I started. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. You were, you were so sweet though. You weren't even going to say anything. I was. I was going to let you do it. You know, this is your show but... today. So, no, no. <laughs> so, anyway, long story short, we're, you know, on this like same breath, we're talking about video games. Uh, for many of you who probably know, Star Wars The Old Republic is a, uh, has been an ongoing MMORPG uh, in rel- rel- uh, relativity to Star Wars. And uh, it is a non-canon game right now, so this is not canon, um, especially after Disney took over, but it is still an active game. And with that said, there has been a new uh, expansion to that MMORPG called Legacy of the Sith, and that that uh, expansion not only gets a new story trailer that you can view online right now, but it does get a specific release date of February 15th. So... Drew, now, if you want to say anything, <laughs> good. man, I, I have this love hate relationship with the old Republic because I think they've really done some really great stuff with it. Um, it is, it is evolved far past what it originally began as. And it's got some really great star Wars content, some really great story content for those yeah. of you who want to role play that star wars uh be whoever you want to be type scenario sure the issue is it's completely for pc players only (laughs) and like very limited to people who would want to play it you know yeah so it's it is i mean when i say that there's no like streaming capability there's no i mean it's you have to have a gaming pc if you want to play this right um, and it's, it's, yeah, exactly. And that's a great point. It's not even just that you have a PC; you have to have one capable of running because it's a pretty, it's a decently hefty game for what it is. You know. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, that's always been the struggle for me. Yeah. To play this game, because when it first came out, I didn't have something that could play it. <laughs> um, then finally, I did. But even when I did have a laptop that could like play it, it never could play it like really like, good. Like you wanted it to. And, yeah. and the thing was is I was never willing to spend the money on a gaming PC that can actually play this game decently. Right. So again, I'm at a point where I can't really play it. I have a nice Mac, but yeah. it doesn't play on Macs. It only plays yeah. <laughs> on on Windows. Yeah. So yeah. so I, I've always hated that about this game. And I see all of these... I'm getting on a rant, but it's no, okay. I'm going to do it anyways. You're good. You're good. I, I see all of these MMOs that have that they have created 
to be accessible on on uh, consoles now. Sure. Or yeah. some have even came over to Mac. Yeah. And some have even some have even came now to your smartphones. <laughs> like RuneScape. <laughs> yeah. Like RuneScape. Yeah. And RuneScape looks a lot better than it used to. Oh, so yeah. it's not like it's because it's, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's super it's, old. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And but here we have the Old Republic, which I th again I think it's a phenomenal game. I think it does a lot of great stuff. Yeah. But it's so unaccessible. Right. It's just for super limited a large for majority yeah. of Star Wars fans. Exactly. Um, and it really, it really upsets me because of that. like <laughs> let's and and, and yeah. as far as I know, they have no plans to change that. Well, I've never seen any kind of like well, well we're looking into. No, I've yeah. not seen that. And at I all. think I think the majority reason, my opinion, is because it's non-canon, right? Uh, be, you know, they're releasing new stuff, but the fact that it's not in, in canonical Old Republic, whatever, they're probably hesitant to bring it to a larger force just because of that reason. And maybe, maybe that is the case. That's just my opinion. Um, you know, what I'm saying? You know it, part of me has always been shocked that they've continued to allow them to support it. <laughs> I know. Um, and yeah. that it continues to get new expansions. I mean, here we are yeah. over 10 years later, and, and it's getting another expansion. Yeah. Which is pretty phenomenal when you think about sure. it. Sure. Um, but at the same time, it's like... You know, all these other MMOs now have console versions. Let's get a console version. Yeah. And I'm sure it's because of some kind of limitation, engine limitation or something. But, like, right. surely there's a way around it. All every Everyone else has figured it out. Like, <laughs> you would imagine, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I, I can go boot up my Xbox right now and play the DC DC Universe online. Exactly. Yeah. And you there's know what so I mean? Or Elder examples. Scrolls online. Elder or, Scrolls online is a great example. Uh, yeah. All, the, you know, these yeah. that started out as PC only, I believe. Yeah. And so, again, I would, I just would really, well, actually, I don't know. Elder, Elder Scrolls may have, I can't remember. I don't remember either. <laughs> but anyways, you, you get what I'm saying, though. Yeah. And, and so, yes, Legacy of the Sith will be coming out. Again, I'm sure it will be great. For those of you who have a, a nice gaming PC that can play this, good for you. But for me, I'll be sitting it out. Good for you. I will be sitting it out once again, and uh, maybe one day I can... I will be infinitely sitting out because I've never played the game yet. Because I've never had a PC or computer well, that could run it. I can tell you, you would get, you would like it. I'm sure I would. I'd deep would. dive into like you that would, kind of you stuff. Would get, so. You would get sucked in big time. I'm sure. Um, and, and it would be so cool to play that game together. It would. I mean, think how cool that would be. That would be really cool. And think of, think of the, the live streams we could do and stuff doing that. But that again, EA... You're really disappointing us, so. <laughs> exactly. Not the first time. Probably won't be the last time. Yeah, most likely will not be the last time. <laughs> so, anyway, rant over. Soapbox put up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For those of you who did not care about that at all, I apologize. Um, but let's move on to our rumors. We just have only two rumors for you today. Not a whole lot going on in the rumor mill, but... Um, what is, this might be exciting for some of you, and that is that uh, according to um, a listing on the uh, French Amazon website, Whoa. there is appears to be um, a new Blu-ray collections for all three of the Star Wars trilogies. Um, so the, I actually can see the cases on on uh, on there. You can see those, um, and they look pretty cool. These will be the 4K um, releases as well, which uh, we have. I don't know that we've gotten them in separate trilogies that you can buy in 4K yet until yeah, now, not that I'm or of. until whenever this releases, um, because I think you can only buy the like the one, the whole saga in 4K as of right now. Yeah. Or individually, maybe you can some, probably get the sequel trilogy, um, but I don't know if you can even get the 
and the other ones individually 4K. Yeah. Um, but this will be a way to get just certain trilogies. So, you know, for like most of you, um, you can just get the first and second one and leave the third one um, unpurchased. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> oh, we're so unbiased. We are so unbiased. <laughs> yeah, I went there. I went oh, there. Oh, he did it. He Shots did it. fired. Nah, I mean, I'm just in a mood. I am in a you're mood. You're in a rant, rant from, mood. It's that Taco Bell. He has some Taco Bell. It's that Taco Bell just tore us up. It's just. <laughs> Stirring up my insides, you know, causing rage. That's a tumultuous and, wave, and t- storm, <laughs> riding the storm, baby. Oh, boy. Um. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's move so- on. <laughs> All right, so our last and final rumor for the week is that Bryce Dallas Howard is said to direct episodes in The Mandalorian Season 3. And personally, I don't think this should even be a rumor, but we just don't have an official confirmation. That's why we put it here. But Bryce Dallas Howard has directed episodes in in Chapter 1. Good grief. Uh, They call it chapters? I don't remember. Anyway, Season 1, she directed episodes in Season 2. Yeah, it calls it chapters. Yeah, anyway. She directed it in Season 1, Season 2, and now she just directed it basically... Well, she just... uh, (laughs) So anyway, she's direct- I'm not even going to go there. So uh, she's directed uh, a lot of stuff for Mandalorian. And um point is, is that this rumor, I mean, I, I, other than someone official saying that this is true, I don't see how this is not true. She's done a very good job with what she's done. And she's done it in season one and season two. Anyway. Yeah, basically, um, sources have been, have been saying that she's returning for The Mandalorian season three. Again, like you're saying... Not a surprise by any means, yeah. um, because she's she's been in the others. It only makes sense. Um, her episodes have always been well received. Yeah. So yeah, of course she's probably going to come back. And um, yeah, I think that's great. I mean, yeah, you know, um, she likes dinosaurs. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I don't remember what. Ep- so I remember vividly the first episode she did, which was in season one, which was basically it was like totally influenced by her uh, Jurassic her her Jurassic Park fodder anyway um uh so (laughs) but yeah because like the first episode she did was basically it was a it was a good episode but it was like kind of so based off of like an AT or ATSD being like a T-Rex anyway um but then I don't remember what she did in in season two to be honest with you in season two she did the episode where um they meet with Bo-Katan Oh, so yeah, that was pretty good. I mean, I don't remember too many dinosaurs. Right, that's but... only like when they were like the boat. They're on the <laughs> boat and stuff, I think. And oh, yeah. Okay. I think. I think so. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen the second season. Yeah, same here. So anyway, long story short, she's done a good job. I have no doubts that um, that we're going to see more from her. So, but, but because it is not officially announced, we want to put it in rumors. So. Right. Okay, so that is all we have in our rumors. We are going to now jump into releases for this coming week. And we have some uh, some really good ones here. First of all, we have The High Republic Midnight Horizon by Daniel Jose Older. That's the young adult novel mm-hmm. for Wave 3 of Phase 1. And so expect some big stuff to happen in, in this novel. Um, this is going to, uh, it's definitely going to, um, have a lot of Reese Silas in it, which if you guys have, um, been following the young adult novels, Reese Silas has been a big character in both that we've already received. 
Um, and so he is going to continue to be one of the main characters in this third novel, which will wrap up the young adult uh, phase of phase one, I guess you could say. <laughs> How you say or, it? However you want to say <laughs> yeah. it. Um, then we're also getting the children's book for um, wave three, which is the High Republic, the battle for Starlight. Um, then we're getting on Wednesday, February 2nd, we're getting Crimson Rain issue number two. Again, this is uh, focusing on Kira's return into the Star Wars universe. Um, she is over the Crimson Dawn. And she, now that she's kind of made her big public appearance, uh, Crimson Rain is kind of dealing with that and what mm. that means for Star Wars universe. So issue number two of that will be released February 2nd. Also, um, we're getting a, a series. Um, I don't know how to say this. Um, I it's the new ship that is coming to Star Wars Gal or Star Galaxy's Edge. The how the Halcyon Halcyon Halcyon. Um. I don't know. You know, we never know how to say things on here on Jedi Eternal. <laughs> I don't even know you what you're talking that. about. <laughs> anyway, Halcyon Legacy is the um. They're they're doing a I guess they're going to do like a mini series about this ship and they're going to tell different stories that took place on the ship that is also going to like you're going to be able to go stay at. Mm, that's cool. So, anyways, th there's that, and then also that same day is the High Republic issue um, number fourteen. Some really important stuff going on there as we're wrapping up Wave Three in the comics. And then we get everyone's favorite Star Wars Adventures issue number 14 that day as well. So a big mm. day for Star Wars comics, a big week in general for Star Wars releases, um, getting uh, a novel and like five comics. Yeah. <laughs> and also, of course, getting another episode of the book of Boba Fett, mm. which is the penultimate episode. Yes, it is. So, it is. Things are wrapping up. Yes, it is. All right. So normally we'd move into our community discussion section where we ask each and every one of you uh, one question a week, and we would love to discuss your answers, but I made a boo-boo and failed this Drop week. Drop the ball. And I have been super busy, and I genuinely forgot. I genuinely forgot to post a question. Yep. How professional is this podcast, He folks? forgot all about you guys. <clears throat> yeah, I did. Um, I only love myself, apparently. So, um... Yeah, because, you know, if nobody else is going to do it, might as well be me. So, uh, <laughs> but anyway, my apologies, folks, but we will get a question out next week when we have our new episode. So I apologize. But we're going to go ahead and get into our main topic for this week, and that is the review of Book of Boba Fett Chapter 5. And I can't even tell you the name of the episode right now because the, even the name of the episode is a spoiler. So, book... <laughs> yeah, let's just... Um... Let's just give the warning and go into yeah, it. Yeah, because we, we reserved ourselves on the on the live stream for for obvious reasons, but with our podcast, we can just dive into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. don't we're we we're not doing the whole um, spoiler free stuff here. We're just going straight into them. So um, here's your warning now. If you don't want to listen, yes. Three, two, one. Spoiler go. alert. <laughs> okay, so so much to talk about. So much. So much to talk about. First and foremost, Chapter Five: The Return of the Mandalorian. This is the title <laughs> yeah. of the of the episode. 
for and, and as that and as that pops up yeah <laughs> um you get the mashing of both the mandalorian theme and the book oh, of boba fett theme together which glorious. is just so good glorious it works so good amazing i loved it it was amazing um i love this episode so much yeah same here. and I'm going to go into why that's awesome and why that's also bad. Yeah. Um, but, like, I'm, I'm trying to, like, collect my thoughts. I don't want to go all over the place. Yeah. I think we should start from the beginning on this one. Sure, sure. And, like, kind of talk through the episode. Uh, yeah. I know we haven't necessarily been doing that, but there's a yeah, lot. There's so much to unpack. There's a lot yeah. to unpack, and I think it would make sense to do it in kind of an orderly fashion here. Yeah. And then when we get through that, we can just go crazy with anything else we want to discuss. Yeah. So. So, so one of the first <laughs> things is, is part of the first part of the episode, but one thing that, that was just so cool to me is that Mando, you know, he's Mando, right? He He's just back on his basic bounty hunter lifestyle, hashtag bounty hunter lifestyle. And um, <clears throat> he's just back in action. You know, he's, he's got Grogu with Luke. He's, he's, he's helped out Boba and got him where he needs to be. He's just going back to being a bounty hunter now. That's all he ever wanted. But what's awesome is that he's going for his bounty, and he, I mean, this dude is tacked out. He's got his full Beskar armor. He's got his jetpack. He's got the Beskar spear. And then, well, we'll get into that in just a quick second, but what makes this scene so memorable is that he's he's about to collect his bounty, and they're trying to attack him. The dude breaks out the Darksaber. Yeah, he does. He's just on a casual bounty hunter run, and he's fighting people with the Darksaber. That was glorious. And and I love what the very first moment you see him, it kind of foreshadows, or not foreshadows, but um, it, it's, it's very reminiscent of our very first um, episode with the Mandalorian from yeah. season one when he yeah. walks through. It kind of has that same feel to it. Yeah. And even when he goes to the to him and he says i can either bring you uh bring you warm in warm or, or bring you in cold exactly exactly so i liked how they're kind of doing callbacks yeah. to, to that um but the first thing i want to say and yeah he brings out the dark saber <clears throat> which was awesome it was one of the first moments in this in in the series so far mm -hmm. um that I that I like yelled right. I was like, yes! oh, you know, yeah, like yeah. Then he brings it out and yeah, and uh, and he just goes to town on these guys. Oh, and man, then yeah. <laughs> the last one, he just he just he just drops him in drops half. Him like, right in half. I, I literally, I literally, I was table in, and all. I was gonna say I was in my my living room by myself, and I literally said, "My dude did not have to do that. He did not have to do that. <laughs> he, he went just hard. Chops him in half. Yeah, and takes out the table, and then cuts the dude's head off for the bounty. And, and I also oh, love boy. that he he wasn't super. He, you can tell he's he's not used to the dark saber yet. Yeah, he wasn't very fluid and with and, it. And we'll get into that even more yeah. later. But but here you notice he's not super fluid with it. When he pulls it out, actually, he even like drags it across the ground, yeah. right? Like yeah. like like he can't even hardly pick it up. He just drags it across the ground and wings it over to the guy. And one of the biggest things about it is that he ultimately injures his own leg. Yeah, and then he ends up injuring his own leg, which just goes to show like it's so cool because that that was one thing with big with me is that if he was going to continue to use this, and I never really said it, but it was kind of those subconscious thoughts. I'm like mm -hmm. I just really hope he's not just like a beast with this thing. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? He's never had that kind of training. He's never had that experience. Well, yeah. He's not a Jedi, you know? Right. And that's what's interesting because everything else we see him with, he's amazing with, right? But yeah, <laughs> yeah. this Darksaber is a whole different a whole animal. different beast. And, yeah. but something to note, and again, we're going to talk a little bit more about this later when he, when uh, later in the, um, in the episode, but something that immediately I thought of is think about how easily Moff Gideon used the dark saber. That's a, yeah, that's actually a great point. I hope they 
touch on that at some point, however they're going to do it. Yeah, I think he, I mean, I clearly he was just highly trained in how to use it. But well, like, that's a good point. But yeah. you just have to like think about how easily he made it just look. Fluid. Yeah, yeah, real fluid with it and stuff. And then we see this, and he's... Yeah. And Mando is, is struggling just to even pick it up. But Which anyway. we can kind of skip forward just a hair to, to, to the next part of that, right? If you want to. Yeah, whatever you I mean, that's fine. Well, saying, basically, but just to go on that same thread, right? Later on, he meets up with the armorer. That's what she's called. Though. I can't remember. The armorer, yeah. yeah. Armor. Mm-hmm. armorer and then and the uh, uh, Taz Vizsla or whatever his name is. I don't know. It's not. Paz Vizsla. Paz yeah. Vizsla, yeah. And uh, anyway, but basically, they're the Which, only. Uh, for those of you who don't know, voiced by John Favreau John Favreau. He had to squeeze himself in there. Well, and know? clearly, I mean, even the body is kind of kind of like him too. It's supposed know? to be kind of like him. I don't know. I doubt it's really him. Well, that, he's but pretty I tall. would say they've set up the body to be the same, just in case they ever actually yeah. want to use yeah. use him. <laughs> yeah. You know, his face. And yeah. Stuff. So, long story short, you know, they're trying to stick to the Mandalorian ways, or like not even just Mandalorian, but the the um, oh, what are they called? The ah. There's a certain sect of Mandalorian. I can't remember. Long story short, they're trying to like stick to that, even though they're, they're literally the only three left. And um, and uh, basically, but she's trying to train him how to use the dark saber, and it's as we as you can see, he's clearly super heavy for him. Like it's it's difficult for him to even swing it, which you know it, it's so weird to me. You know what I'm saying? And, and and I'm hoping to kind of explain that a little bit more. Um, you know the the, the dynamics of that and how someone yeah. who's something so small like uh, you know, Moff Gideon can swing it around with ease. You know, I don't know. I hope they explain that a little bit more. I guess was I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they will though. Um, yeah. too much, but maybe the, not in this. But show. basically, yeah. the armor says he's um, he's like fighting against the sword or something, yeah, right? Or, yeah. or I can't remember exactly. He's fighting how against the sword, it. not against his opponent. Yeah, and and so, um, and we and we know that like. Uh, and and I feel like legends especially dealt with this, but like the handling of a lightsaber mm-hmm. was always meant to be um, handled by Jedi, sure. And it's supposed to feel awkward and unbalanced in yeah. the hands of anyone else. Yeah. Um. And and legends really pushed that concept a lot. Yeah. Where I feel like in in newer canon they don't as much. Um. Like other people use lightsabers and it doesn't seem to to be that hard for them to use sure. it yeah but i like that this is is kind of more in that realm of like this was made for <laughs> for like a mandalorian um, tar jedi. tar vizsla he was yeah. a mandalorian jedi yeah. he was probably very highly skilled in combat and in the force sure and so this 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 weapon that he crafted for himself Probably takes a lot of skill and <laughs> and honestly, probably even some of the, the force to probably also helps yeah. in it to some degree. Yeah. And so we're seeing somebody who doesn't uh, doesn't have the force, right. or you could speculate maybe yeah. he does, but at well, least not in the fashion that a Jedi would, right? Right. Right. At least in this context. Um, and and so and he's not skilled on how to use it and so we're seeing him struggle and i think that that's actually really really cool i yeah and we both here. know he's going to end up being a boss with it sure and yeah. so <laughs> it's just cool to see though that there is going to take some training and yes. some growth yes. before we see that so so we can move on with that but let's like i guess we kind of i did kind of skip over one thing to get on the stay on that same topic but but also what we see right before that 
is that basically the armor is basically saying like like the the Beskar spear is kind of like heresy. Like you, it's never Beskar is never meant to be a weapon because it could pierce other Beskar. Which is basically you're saying Mandal- Mandalorian versus Mandalorian. That's not supposed to be the way it is. It's supposed to be for armor. So she's melting. He gives her the spear very willingly and just says, uh, here, make some armor with it. And she's like, what do you want me to make? And, and basically, it's like, I want you to make something for a friend of mine or however exactly he says it. And clearly, he's talking about Grogu. They, yes. And so, obviously, at this point, she asks him what she wants him to make. And I can't remember how they, you know, got around this, but he, they never said what he's making. But what you do see for just a short flash of a moment is like these rings falling down. So to me, it almost like it's like a, a, a chainmail vest or something. But but, but I don't know though. I, I guess we're not going to see that. For yeah. A um, <clears throat> so I will say, jumping forward, when he's when he he looks, he's sitting in the the like uh, uh, ship. Oh, the public, public transport. Ship, yeah, thing. and he's yeah, and he's looking at it. It looks <laughs> shaped in the uh, in the head of of Grogu. But now I. I at first, I thought, "Oh, it's a little, it's a little Mandalorian helmet." Yeah, I'm like, "Yeah, I don't." But, know. <laughs> but now I'm not so sure about that for a couple of reasons. First, I don't think they'll want to hide Grogu's face, right? Um, like that, like I don't, because Gro- Grogu's face is the best part. I mean, that's right? marketing. It's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I think you're probably right. It's probably some kind of like chainmail or something yeah. that he, that Grogu can put over over yeah. him. Um, so basically, like later on when Kylo kills all the younglings in the temple like he slashes him on the <laughs> chest and they think he's dead but he actually was a best scar oh so you're you're yeah. still uh i don't know <laughs> you're going down that route i don't hole, know huh? no i don't know um well and you said shaped but, like his head but it, it is i mean it's clearly supposed to be tied up to look like it's shaped well, like him to make him think about grogu right yeah but that doesn't necessarily mean that whatever is in there is shaped like that right i think whatever was was in it was just kind of like balled up because the things that came off the side i think it was just the handkerchief like just coming like, right you right. know cause, but yeah when we looked at it, it looked like like a, a yoda head you know like a little a grogu head you yeah know? yeah so a little did, grogu head did a, <laughs> a little yoda head little yoda head <laughs> <laughs> Motorhead, Yodahead. Anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, definitely that was supposed to be reminiscent. But so anyway, yeah. So going, falling back, falling <laughs> back. Um, we get um, they have discussion about the dark saber. Mm-hmm. Um, and here they they do say, uh, the armor does say, hey, this was this dark saber was gifted to Bo-Katan. We know it was gifted by yeah. Sabine. Yeah. Um, and rebels. And cool so, little callback. Very cool just to see how all that's connected. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, but because it was, she says, because it was gifted, it was doomed to fail because that wasn't the way it was And that's why happened. Mandalore fell. And that's why Mandalore fails because it was gifted. And we got to see some sweet like, like uh, yeah. flashback. So, first of all, one thing I do want to say about that is I don't necessarily agree with her. I think that that's one perspective, and I think it's the pers- you have to remember that this is from this group is it comes from the Death Watch, right? Like exactly. they were, they're they're not necessarily the most um, good, I guess. <laughs> they're yeah. not the they're not the best group. So, um, and they never were fans of of um, what was their name? What was what was uh, her sister's name? Bo-Katan's sister. Uh, 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 oh, you could ask me this any day. Um, I can't remember her name. Anyway, um, it's gonna bother me now. Hold on. Anyways, uh, one person I liked how they put it. He they said, well, they don't they don't. Satine Crease. Satine, yeah. yeah. They said they don't like 
the Death Watch didn't like any of them, and and the Armor doesn't like them because they were all a bunch of Kenobi smoochers. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. but hey, you know, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you can play them. <laughs> so, uh, I think I think that that was going to happen to Mandalore no matter what, probably. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's interesting that they're blaming it on that. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's interesting. So, but then, yeah, we see kind of a visual uh, representation of that, the Night of a Thousand Tears. Yeah. uh, Which is very cool, which happens right in that switch from the Republic to the Empire. Yeah. Um, So that's that's really cool. Great purge. Uh, The armor does say they survived because they weren't on planet. Yeah. But that they were on uh, Concordia. The Moon Concordia. So we see that. We also see in that we see a bunch of uh, K2SO uh, droids, the Imperial droids there. Um, we see a bunch of them walking through like the debris and fire and stuff, which is really cool yeah. uh, visual yeah. that we get. Um, trying to think of what else. Oh, so uh, something else I want to say. Moving past that, but still on that same location, we haven't talked about the location yet of where Mando oh, is. Yeah, Mando is on a Halo. He's ring, literally so. on Zeta Halo <laughs> here, bro. Come on now. So for those of you uh, gamers, I'm sure everyone who's ever played um, any Halo game uh, immediately thought he's on Halo. Yeah. I mean, it so clearly looks like like that. It's um, literally if 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 the entire. Like an entire Halo ring was new Mombasa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. But it was super neat, was and really I cool. like that that Star Wars included that. It's just different for Star Wars. Very right? different. Very yeah. different. But feel, makes sense. But it makes, makes sense. but makes sense. Yeah, exactly. An artificial world, you know. Right, and so very very cool. I mean, essentially, it was just like a huge space station, right? Sure. Yeah. And so um, I really like that. I think it's called Galavis. Hmm. Um, Glavis, Glavis, I think Glavis, um, as Good far Larvis, as we know. I so, um, I hope we get more of that. Oh, uh, 100%, yeah. and, and more of Star Wars because I think that was really cool. Yeah. And um, then we go to Tatooine. Um, whoa, basically, whoa, 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 oh, sorry. Hold on, we were skipping some stuff here. Sorry. So another big thing, right, is that they're chal- You know, so so Paz challenges oh, yeah, 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 Mando yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for the right. So no, here's but here's the big thing. Okay, that's cool and all. Uh, and Mando wins. I'm not even gonna talk about the fight, which was a cool fight. But this was was crazy for the longest time. Paz's last name Vizsla was spelt different. For the longest time, we believed that he was not related to Pre Vizsla. But he does confirm in this episode that he is related to him, um, and that that they are actually a relation. Um, and that, that he's basically saying that he deserved it because it was his family's and stuff. And, and basically like, well, no, it's one through combat. He's like, okay, then let's fight then. But, but that's really cool. Cause he confirms that Paz is yeah, actually he's, he's in, lineage. The, in lineage of, so yeah. that's cool. Um, and so, yeah, and obviously Mando wins, but then we can go on, but that was just a pretty cool little revelation there to me. Yeah. So they, they have the, the fight. Um, and then, Basically, Mando wins, and then the armor comes back, and the armor is like, they start reciting their classic th- oaths again. Right, right. And then yeah. the armor is like, "Have you taken off your helmet?" And Mando's just kind of like, 
He just he just <laughs> stands there. He doesn't say anything. You can't bring it. And and he never actually or no he did. He eventually said, but yeah. she has to ask like three times. Yeah. And then he finally says that he had, and she's like, "Well, you're done. You're no longer Mandalorian. Like literally just, you're no longer Mandalorian." <laughs> oh, okay. Um. Yeah. And part of me wonders if the armor actually intentionally does it. So like, yeah. and, what I, and what I mean by that is. She's actually doing it for the good of the Mandalorian because it, it seems just kind of weird, right? They, just, there's only three of them, yeah. and all of a sudden she wants she's to just... She's so willing to just snap of a finger. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like maybe she knows the Mandalorian has to, cannot just stay there with them, but has to go out and do what he needs to do, blah, 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 yeah. to become what he needs to be. And I kind of wonder if the armor knows that, and that's yeah. why she does it. And and on top of that, too, you gotta think that that the armor and Paz is they're both like bloodline Mandalorians, but he's a foundling, so that yeah. also is that kind of right. uh, wall of separation. To some yeah, degree and maybe too. she's just a jerk, and maybe and she, she and maybe that's <laughs> maybe she's so but, dedicated to that, that well, sect yeah, of, of yeah. Mandalorians that, that like I don't care if there's three. If right. you if you broke it the law, you're done. Right, and maybe you that know? is the case. But as we have have learned, Mando has started to see that their strict code is not necessarily everything sure. that it needs to be for him. Like he yeah. knows there's, yeah. there's more. And, um, and, and it's just so great. The, the Mandalorian, we've already seen so much character growth and, and, in, in such a small time. And, and it's so cool to see where his character is going. And I just love his character. Yeah. And, absolutely. and I guess now is a time for me to go ahead and say this, but like, uh, before we jump over to Tatooine, is like this character, uh, this is the best episode of the series so far, <laughs> yeah. of the Book of Boba Fett so far. Yeah, yeah. And here's the thing, this, this is not even a Boba doesn't episode. have Boba Fett in it. <laughs> yeah. Now, it's it's saying something that the Mandalorian has already holds so much power to us. Yeah. That when we see him, it creates excitement and and we're invested in this character, right? Yeah. And 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 it is just a great episode in general too. But like, it also helps that we love this character and we sure. loved it. We want to know what happens next. Yeah. And and so that's great. That's awesome. But it's also like, okay, but this is a series about Boba Fett. Yeah. And. You know, as I say, and just to interject slightly, you know, I think there's other things that play into it. It's not just the fact that it's Mando versus Boba, but I think it's also the fact of how they made this episode, right? You know, basically this episode was incredibly gritty and sometimes like borderline brutal, which was awesome. But there was also, you know, you know, it, it uh, you know, it didn't have a bunch of just boring talking all the time. And I'm not trying to be, you know, degrade that this the episode, or the season this far, but because it's been good. But, but just think about it. I mean, it hasn't been a bunch of boring fights and boring talking and slow chase scenes. I mean, this is like crazy, like super brutal fighting, cutting a dude in half with the dark saber, you know, being dis... I mean, there's... Even when it's talking, we're getting new lore, like Paz Vizsla. We're getting crazy drops of, like, hearing about Grogu and... and or he's getting disowned by the Mandalorians or... You know, I mean, it's even when there's talking, it's crazy stuff. When there's fighting, it's crazy stuff. When there's uh, vehicle-related things, it's usually crazy, crazy stuff. So... I think again, it's, it's the Mandalor him being Mandalorian versus Boba Fett. You know, I think that does play a big part in that. We we love Mando and we want to see more of him, and he commands our our attention. But I do think again, 
another part that plays into it is the fact that this episode is just a genuinely better episode with more action, more story, more lore, etc. You know. Yeah. Well, and and also this is the first time that we're seeing anything off of Tatooine in this whole time we've been we've been uh, on watching the series. Sure. This is the first time we're off Tatooine. It took five episodes. Yeah. Um, and and, and I think that. You know, with the Book of Boba Fett, I, I have continued to say, and I'm still saying, what is the purpose of exactly. the show? Where exactly. are we headed with this? Yeah. And so far, yes, we, we've seen why Boba Fett has become who he is. Yeah. And maybe that's the purpose of the show. That's the whole thing. But if it is, like, that's disappointing to me because I didn't need a whole series about why he is now who Him he just is. just tying up. I wanted yeah. one episode of that and the rest to be, where does he go next? Sure. Yeah. And... And really, it's been more explaining. Most of it's been explaining why he is what he is now, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, you're not wrong. But yeah. you have to assume we're still headed to something, and we'll get into more of that once we get through the rest of the episode. Because yeah. there's some big questions I still have. Yeah, and I w I'm also really curious what you guys think about some of this as well. But let's let's move on. So we go to Tatooine, mm -hmm. and we get Amy Sedaris back mm -hmm. uh, with her group of droids. <laughs> we get a special droid, very special, a very special dude. droid, a BD droid. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know what a BG, BD droid is, it was introduced in the video game Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. We get BD-1 in, in that. And this is another BD droid. We don't know exactly what number this BD droid is. Sure. Some speculate maybe it is BD-1. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It does not have the red markings that BD-1 has, right? But granted, the time granted, is super pretty far away i mean the there could it could have been worn off at this point yeah there's nothing really to say either way that i'm aware of yeah but i'm going to lean more towards this not being bd1 and and at the end of the day if nothing else it's just a, kind of a cool throwback easter egg towards the game that just kind of ties it into the show to you know ties it into the overall uh you know route of star wars right now that we've seen they're trying to tie stuff in you know right right so then we basically, she's like, oh, I got a, she had told Mando that she has a ship for him. That's why yeah. he had came. Yeah. And he's like, oh, where's the Razor Crest or whatever? And she's like, I don't have a Razor Crest. And he was like, like I'm walking out. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, she's like, oh, well, just, you know, just hear me out. Come check this out, whatever. So yeah. she unveils an old N1. Republic. Yeah. Which is uh, the, the N1 Starfighter, which was a Naboo yeah. Republic. Um, and, and you guys will know that uh, primarily from episode one. Yes. Um, we see a lot of them yes. in episode one. We even see little Annie. Get, he gets in one commits, and commits, uh, commits uh, a droidal uh, genocide. Yeah, droid genocide. Yeah. Child. Destroys the whole. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, that's the ship that yeah. we're and yeah. And of course, this one's um, mostly uh, the yellow is mostly gone at this point. There's some yeah. faded yellow in there, but yeah. really cool to see this so Republic cool. ship make so its return. Cool. Um, so that is really neat. You do have to wonder how long he'll have this. Some people think it's going to yeah. be permanent. I don't know because, mm. I mean, if he's going to still be a bounty hunter, where is he going to put his bounties? Yeah, that's store. my big question. Yeah. But but she does make a little place to little, where where Grogu can yeah. hang out. He's like, where did the droid pit go? He's yeah. like, no, I know you didn't want Joyce or a place. And there's like a little bubble for him to be <laughs> oh, up there. Yeah, it's Grogu's going to be hanging <laughs> yeah, out over there. Cool. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. Yeah. But. So they they a big portion after that is them like fixing it up, which is it's got its comedic moments with the droids yeah. and all that stuff. 
Um, a little, and, took a little and, long. You know, you either like it, you either love it or you hate it when yeah. it comes to her and her droids. Because it's always yeah. kind of like a little weird. Yeah. But like... Like either you enjoy that kind of humor or you really yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I kind of yeah. lean more towards the the don't. Yeah, but, same here. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then he get they get it going. Oh, that was sweet. And yeah. he just takes off in it. It's of course it's like incredibly fast. Yeah. Um, and they go to through Beggars, Beggars Canyon. Beggars Canyon. Yeah. And yes. uh, again, just to give you guys some history on that, if you don't know, that is where the pod racing takes place. Yeah, Phantom in, Menace. In Phantom Menace, one yeah. of the most iconic, I would say, yeah. scenes in Star Wars yeah. is that is that pod racing <laughs> scene. And then we have him riding, yeah. driving this N1 starship <laughs> through Beggar's Canyon. So good. So good. So good. Just yeah. only, uh, I mean, it's it's beautiful. It really yeah, is. So like many the, good things. Just about... it's such Star Wars magic in moments like that. That yeah. that only that can only happen through years and years of. Of content, of content, watching and, it, enjoying yeah, and, it, absorbing it, and then like getting all those little, those little, you know, those little nostalgic yeah, moments that things. hit that only can hit because of the legacy of Star Wars. Yeah, because how many people watched it, you know, and that and that's what's so cool about a lot of the newer stuff that they're making. So <clears throat> people can watch that episode who's never watched Star Wars and be like, oh, that's really cool. He's racing through. But then for people who's been longtime loyal fans, like that's just one little thing. Like it's a cool scene, but we also get those little callbacks and those like, oh, hey, I remember that. Or yeah, exactly. hey, you know. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So then they, he flies up out of the atmosphere into space and we get uh, <laughs> some New Republic um, X-Wings come through. Again, incredible to see two X-Wings and that in one starfighter, yeah. what a cool moment again! Because yeah. again, you're mixing the old and the and the new yeah. together. <laughs> yeah. um, it, wow, just really cool. So interesting. We have the one dude from that we've seen every time as part of this this group of New Republic starfighters. I don't remember what his name is, but it's the bearded one. They're all. He's always been a part of that crew that comes and talks to Mando. I think it's Lan Davis. No, it's not. Never mind. Um. But then we get a new one this time, and it's not Dave Filoni. In the past, it's been Dave Filoni. Yeah. This time, it was um, Max Lloyd Jones, who was the body double for Luke Skywalker in the season two finale of. Oh, really? That's who the other one is. I didn't so know that's that. That's a fun I didn't think that little that. Yeah. tidbit for you guys there. <laughs> um, so that's pretty cool to to have him, you know, have a bigger role there. Yeah. Pretty neat. Um, and something else that I don't know if you caught this or not, but um, in the uh, in the Phantom Menace, young Anakin says something's wizard. Yeah, uh, yes, no, I yeah. did notice that. So, yeah, yeah. So he says something about that in the Phantom Menace, <laughs> and now whenever she asks him about it or whatever, yes. Mando and he gets out, he's like, wizard. wizard. <laughs> Dude, that so was I such a that great was a, callback. Yeah, again, a really cool callback there. Oh, Pretty yeah. great. Um, <laughs> so good. I mean, and again, it's just it's just those little things that 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 if you've been a long time fan, you're gonna you're gonna catch that, you yeah. know, and it's just gonna mean that much more to you. You right. know what I'm saying? And and then he he you know he goes back and that's when we get um uh Fennec Shan shows uh, up yeah. and Fennec's like yo got something for you to do come hang out with me and Boba yeah and then 
And this is where a lot of my questions come, and we're going to talk about this. I want your, your, uh, all of you listeners, I want your input on this as well. Uh, please, please, please share your input because this, this is, uh, this is where it gets interesting. He says that he has to go see Grogu first. Yeah. Before yeah. he, before he helps. Yeah. Yeah. So here's my big question. So that basically wraps up the episode. That's what we end on. Right. Here's my big question to you, Braxton, but also to our listeners. Sure. And that is, do we, does the next episode of the Book of Boba Fett follow Mando again as he ventures to go see Grogu and yeah. even potentially Luke Skywalker? See, and that's a, that is a great question. Or, and I'm going to kind of lead it into the other direction yeah, I'm yeah, thinking, yeah. or does something happen? Actually, I'm going to give... I'm going to give three. Whoa. <laughs> I have three different outcomes for this. This is what in my head, and then I want your perspective, and then okay. hopefully we'll get other people's perspectives as well. Okay. So the first one I just said there, yeah. he does go, and it's an episode focused on him going and seeing Grogu and Luke Skywalker and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Second is that he he's about to go, and something happens, and so he doesn't go see Grogu. Mm -hmm. He has to just stay and 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 help Boba yeah, and Fennec, yeah. and then potentially maybe like at the very end of the last episode, we'll see like him go see Grogu. Yeah. Third is he does go see Grogu, but it's not on camera. He goes it's sees like, Grogu. Yeah. We're back with Boba in this next episode, and then the yeah. last episode, Mando comes back and helps, but he's already yeah. done and seen Grogu. So, what's your take? All valid options. Um. I have a thought uh, that I was already thinking, um, but I will say, like, kind of systematically break them down here. So, so first and foremost, the first one you talked about him, you know, the, basically the next episode being um, about, you know, just him straight up going to Grogu, and that's what we're going to see, and blah, blah, blah. So, one thing that we do know that's going to play some sort of influence into this is that episode six, or chapter six, is going to be directed by Dave Filoni. Um, yes. So, that... So that at least that's been the rumor, right? Oh, well, that's true. That's been the rumor. Yeah, because we don't completely know that for a fact. But it's it's probably a good possibility because he hasn't right. he hasn't done anything in, uh, uh, as of this, yet. This episode was directed by Bryce Howard. I don't yes, know if we actually Bryce said Howard. that yet. Oh, yeah, we haven't. And then that's why that's, I was kind of like pretty much spoiled it for somebody else. But that's why I was saying like she she directed an episode <laughs> in Mandalorian 1, season 2, and this and new Mandalorian, Mandalorian episode. Uh, the new Mandalorian episode uh, 2.5, season 2.5. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway. So uh, so it's our assumption. That he, so if he is, you know, it would make sense that we're going to see some more things tied to him, such as maybe like Grogu or, you know, in the past it's been Ahsoka or something. But so here's the thing. But I find it highly unlikely. Likely, just my opinion. I find it highly unlikely likely that the first scenario is going to happen. That's just my opinion. Because here's the thing, and this is why I look at it. <clears throat> yeah. This is the book of Boba Fett thus far. Right. You know, and not to be mean, but but it's been a slow show, and it's been about Boba and about his little like you know political stuff that's going on. And point I'm trying to make is that if we start dragging so much of the Mandalorian into the show, yeah, Grogu and Luke again, and all this like it's just going to destabilize. It, no. I, and it seems kind of crazy that we would have another episode focused on the Mandalorian, right? Exactly. Even though we love the Mandalorian. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I think that first scenario would be amazing. It would be right, immaculate. It. But I'm not. But I'm just when you look at the bigger picture of yeah. the Book of Boba Fett, it doesn't necessarily make sense, right? Right. right and right, that's right. what I thought when I heard him go, "Well, I have to go see Grogu," and it ends that way. And I'm thinking, "Yeah." Now, how does that work in this story? Yeah. Because 
that that I don't see how that lines up with anything to do with what we know what we've learned yeah. so far about where this this series is going. Sure. Um so so continue. So, Sorry, I kind of How dare you? No, I'm just kidding. Um no, so so I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Basically my thought is it, I think the second uh scenario is what that was my opinion. Basically something's going to happen where he has to go uh see Grogu but but during the time there or basically something so drastic happens that he has to stop to help Boba um to kind of repay his debt to, not really because they didn't have a debt but you know what I'm saying it's kind of like that like that favor you know to repay that favor because that's you know as we see in the end of, of chapter five like he refused payment I mean that's that's so against Mando right he refused payment it's like it's on the house because he wants to go help Boba Long story short, I think that's what's going to happen is that we're not going to see him go see Grogu. He's going to get delayed and he has to help Boba. And then ultimately at the end, he's going to go leave to see Grogu. We might get a glimpse at the well, end. And, and, and that's what's going to lead to Mando season three. Yeah, and we know the rumor has been that we would see a very quick glance yeah. at Grogu. Yeah. That's what the rumor has been for the series. So that makes that Is that we would see a quick glimpse of Grogu but it would not be like a big long extended moment yeah. yeah um so and and also here's another uh option is maybe the very beginning of this next episode shows Boba leaving Grogu and that could be and it, it too. could be like you just see him for a minute as he's like that, saying bye or something exactly could be and it, then it yeah. jumps into you know the rest of and 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 that would thing. allude to him kind of like going back and forth and seeing him more often you I know? think I think if it I think if it does if they do not show it in the next episode, I think some people are going to be upset because the episode implies he's gonna you're going to see Grogu. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you don't show Grogu in the next episode, I think some people are going to be really upset. Sure. Um, me, I again, like I understand if they didn't do it, but why? Why tease that if you're like not so going heavily. to? That's <laughs> right. my only thing. Why yeah, would you yeah, tease yeah. that and then not follow through? I agree. Um, that would be my only. My only thing about the way it ended really implies that they're going to show Grogu. Um, so I guess we're just going to have to wait, of course. But I really want to want your your guys' opinions on this. Yeah, absolutely. And, and since we're uh, and we'll talk about this more in the in the coming weeks. But something else uh, I I can't help but think with this episode is, um, you know. Again, we got a Mando episode in between, which I think is actually brilliant because sure. we Keeps everybody engaged. wanted an update on Mando as well. We get an update, um, right? So really, I'm not complaining. I don't think anyone's going to be complaining about it. But we again, we don't know where this show or this series is headed, the purpose of it necessarily. But you have to imagine, by the time of the finale. There's still some kind of big bad we're unaware of, right? I, I feel like, right? I, like, that's what I feel there's like. There's some kind of big reveal waiting, right? That, that gives some kind of brevity to the whole series. Yeah, because so far, yeah, we've had the we've had the twins, but they kind of like said Fizzled we're out, out of it. <laughs> and then we have... Um, the biker gang, which he We have the biker massacred. gang, <laughs> which he massacred, and pretty sure they weren't even the ones who right. actually here. did it. But we have the Pikes, the Pike Syndicate, which is the current but even, kind of like okay, fine, but like the, the who cares? But what does that you know what amount I mean? to? You know what I'm who, saying? Yeah, but like who cares? Like I don't, I don't care about the yeah, Pike Syndicate. Exactly. They don't really mean much to me. I think it's bigger than that, and I and yeah. and right now I have two theories. Yeah, and I'm just gonna go ahead and say them now because I think within the next 
next episode we might really start get get sure. an idea of the last episode of course i yeah, think oh, there's yeah, going to yeah. be something either kira mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so that's that's one that i think would be really cool to see yeah or and this would continue on my theory of where i think this whole star wars <laughs> disney yeah. plus series is headed towards is yeah. something to do with thrawn sure yeah but how do you because I think for me, the big thing is, is how do we connect Boba to the bigger story? Right. Right now, we don't have that connection. But by the end of this, there has to be a connection for Boba and the purpose of Boba in this story. Mm-hmm. And right now, there's not one. Sure. Yeah, so that's, I mean, so my initial theory that I, I had mentioned a couple episodes ago, I believe it was, was that exact that first thing you said, right? I, I, I felt like uh, they were alluding to the fact that the Crimson Dawn was the actual real threat and the Pike Syndicate was underneath them and that we're made to believe that the Pike Syndicate were the real threat, but it wasn't, and that all, ultimately we're going to see Kira. But here's the thing, and especially if we're only going to have one season of, of Book of Boba Fett, that mm-hmm. wouldn't really make sense. Now, we have heard many rumors and it alluded to the fact that there will be more than one season, so if, if that's the case, then okay, that could make sense. But here, here's what I'm getting at, is that if they are trying to tie this into potentially a new heir to the empire where we have, uh, 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 just says name. I can't think Thrawn. Thrawn. Um, uh, if, if that's the case, you'd almost think that you would have, if there's only one season of Boba, you'd have to see him at the end of the first season because that's, what's going to tie all it in. And then basically it's going to be, um, the entire crime syndicate, the crime Lord. I don't know. I don't know if we'll see him yet. Well, and I'm not saying see him. I'm saying we, 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 know he's out there that's what i'm trying to get at you know what i'm saying right well we know he, we already know he's out there but you see what i'm saying i'm saying like tying to this show yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah, what yeah, becomes yeah. the threat that's yeah, what no, becomes the thing exactly no no i'm with you i think something has to tie to him yeah. and the reason is the mandalorian already did that yeah with ahsoka and, and ahsoka um being on that planet with because yeah um they thrawn had set that up right the yeah. you know, all the horrible stuff that was going on there was basically because of thrawn yeah so we already know thrawn's like doing some bad stuff yeah um what well i'll just finish the what i was gonna say on that part basically here here's book of boba fett right as a timeline if if there's just one season we're gonna have to hear or see something tie in to um uh, Thrawn at the end of this. If there's more than one season, I could personally see the story being that the big baddie is is Kira, but then ultimately, as they f- resolve in the next season or the third season or whatever, that that they ally together to mm-hmm. come against Thrawn ultimately. Yeah, and of course, guys, like this whole Thrawn thing is something that we've kind of just theorized. There's, there's literally, <laughs> I don't know, if there's anything out there that's yeah. saying that this is where it's headed. Sure. We just know Thrawn is still out there. We know that, um, that the Ahsoka series is going to deal with Thrawn and Ezra. Yeah, and I just, I speculate that they're going to end up being, he's going to end up being the big enemy of this uh event series that eventually all of this is leading towards yeah that's just again my my theory um but we don't have anything to truly um to say that that's the the truth yeah it could really go anywhere but i do think that by the end of this we kind of have to have more of an idea of of where boba what his character serves in this story and and if and if really it's only the pikes and we're done like what is that what is that it would be kind of upsetting but again i don't think that's the case i think there is more to it i agree 
But um, the fact that we have to wait, you know, to the last two episodes to even feel like that that foundation is coming, though, it's kind of eh, well, thank you for me. Yeah, I think. I think no matter what happens in these next two episodes, the book of Boba Fett is going to go down as it was okay. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. think it's ever going to yeah. to stand up there with the Mandalorian. Like even if even the last two episodes are insane. Yeah. Even if they are insane, I don't yeah. think it will. I think, I think for some people it's already left a bad taste. Sure. And, and even to the point of, I've already talked to people like, have you watched the book of Boba Fett yet? And they're like, mm. Oh, well, like people are saying it's not any good. <laughs> I like, haven't really dove into it. <laughs> and it kind of bothers me because I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, hold up. Just because someone's like, yeah. first of all, people are being kind of crazy when they're like, it's not any good. Yeah. This is still a good series. Okay? Yeah. It's still Star it's, Wars. It's Star you know Wars through and Come through. And, and I'm enjoying it. Yes. But no, it's not as like jump, st- jump up to your, on your feet, right. scream and right. whoop and holler. Uh, exciting moments like the Mandalorian, yeah. uh, especially season two was. Yeah, exactly. Um, but but this episode really has has got me excited. Sure. But yeah, it's got me excited because of all things Mandalorian. <laughs> Nothing about Boba. Nothing right? about Boba. <laughs> yeah. So I think it, yeah. it, it's really uh, next episode is really going to decide for me what this show. Like, are they going to focus on Mando again? Because if so, then, like, I'm really like, okay, this is, this is, even they knew that Mando was, was the more important, like, person everybody wanted to know about. (laughs) If they, if they spend two episodes on him. Yeah, exactly. But if they go back to Boba Fett and they really start to push the story, progress the story and and get to some exciting stuff, maybe I'll be a little more forgiving of it all in the end. Hopefully that's the case. Yeah. So. Overall, there is, uh, you know, overall, and then that's what, one last thing we want to preface. If there is any, you know, for our old seasoned veteran uh, listeners here, you already know what I'm about to say. But for any newer listeners that may be coming on that's uh, joined recently, know that we are we are huge Star Wars fans. We love everything that Star Wars. And we may sound really critical, but that's because we're handpicking all the small things. Just know, like, right, we right, like right. this. This is Star Wars. This is Boba Fett. I mean, come on. Yeah. We clearly like this, but we we sound critical because we're we're in the minutia. We're trying to fine pick things to, to point out. Right, to... because because we have a, a Star Wars podcast, right? Exactly. It's not and, just like, oh, I like it because I'm a Star Wars fan. And, you know what I'm saying? And we are purposely diving in deep. Right. And critiquing little things that really don't even necessarily matter, but like that's yes. just, that's what we're here to do. Exactly, is, is to really dive deep into these things and over talk it, and <laughs> over discuss it. Like that's definitely over discuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's like that's kind of what that's the whole what point of it is. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I, I just wanted to say that because for any new listeners, like oh my gosh, these guys are just so na- oh man, they do they like anything? <laughs> oh, we absolutely love it. We just try to find the things to discuss that that may not be as obvious to other people. Anyway. So with that, but being we said, don't though, love Jar Jar Binks. But we don't love Jar Jar. <laughs> you hear that, Alex? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> our Patreon producer, Alex Mason. He's trying to get us to do Jar Jar stuff. And we're like, just no, yeah, we can't like, do it. <laughs> like, bro, you're gonna have to pay me fifty bucks an hour exactly. if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> That's your limit, fifty bucks an hour. I'll remember that. <laughs> so anyway, before we take too much longer. Uh, we just want to thank everybody so much for the continued support towards our podcast and Jedi Eternal as a whole because we're moving into new and better and greater things. We're sticking with the podcast, obviously, because that's our mainstay, but we're doing a whole lot more. We're doing stuff on Patreon. We're doing uh, mm-hmm. live streams. We're doing game, like, let's plays and gameplays. I mean, we're doing so much, uh, and, and the thing yeah. is we're excited to do it, and we look forward 
forward to hearing from you guys. Yes. Uh, we want to hear from you. Seriously. It's not just, you know, I understand if you don't want to, but if you've been on the borderline of like, oh, I'd love to be the next JB or Alex. I mean, I'd love to be a new top fan. I would love to, to interact with these guys. You absolutely can. And not only can you, we want you to. You, and you don't have to know every single thing no, about Star Wars. Not at all. You can not know very little about Star Wars, and we would still love to communicate with you yes. and inform you on and things let's, that and maybe help you learn, learn more. Yeah. You, that's what you want. And so. uh, and also, you know, we need more Patreon producers. So <laughs> yeah, if you want to see us grow, yeah, you like, know. <laughs> no, seriously, we need we need more. And I know some of you out there Come listen to I us. I know you got money. <laughs> I know you got money in those in those jeans. Oh, so pull out them green. Little pocket got the money. Okay, we're going for us. I'm trying to do the outro here. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you guys money. Anyway, so no, for though uh, we're, we're thankful for you guys. Thanks for for joining us for 2 years now and we want to hear from you. Please if you've not reached out to us, let us hear your voice. Just say hi. That's all we want. Um, so Hi. please like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, especially Facebook and Instagram. We're going to have weekly news, polls, memes, discussions, and all that good stuff. Sometimes it's a little heavier some weeks, sometimes it's a little lighter, but there will be stuff out there as there has been. Uh, we also ask that if you could, please follow us and, and subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you would be so kind, please leave us a review. That always helps. We'd love to hear that. And very encouraging to us, but it also helps us on our ratings and getting sponsorships and anything like that in the future. But uh, overall, we thank you so much for listening. And we would ask so humbly that you would join us next week for episode 72. And for our Patreon subscribers, please keep your eyes and ears open for the first official episode that should be coming up pretty soon of And Other Stuff, which is yes. our Patreon exclusive series. Yes, yes, yes. But last but not least, may the Force be with you. And we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal. Right. We honor.